0: Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Broadcasting live from our new state-of-the-art
1: studio in downtown Chicago, it's Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Devons. Live from the Radio Depot Studios in Chicago, Illinois. My name is Bilal Malik and this is my co-host Trenton Sito. How's it going, Trenton?
0: Going pretty well. It's a little bit cold out there on this Tuesday morning, but I think that's all right. How are you doing?
1: Good. I agree with you. It's January
0: and it feels like January. (laughs) It definitely does feel like January. You know, we had some snow over this past week when we last showed up here for our show.
1: Yeah, I went to the movies over the weekend, and I walked out of the theater, and the parking lot was covered with snow.
0: Covered in snow. And it's like the heavy, wet kind of snow, too. It's not fun. Not fun. All right, so some big things happened in the NFL since we were last on air. What do you got?
1: Yeah, so the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers both had won their respective conference championship games to move on to Super Bowl 54 in Miami in two weeks. And the question that was on everyone's mind was...
0: Not which teams are playing, but what uniforms they would be wearing.
1: And we finally have the answer to that. The 49ers will wear their white jerseys with gold pants, and the Chiefs are going to be wearing their... Regular home dark red jerseys. And there are a lot of Ford, There was a big push for the Ford Niners to wear their all white jerseys, but the Ford Niners fans shouldn't be too disappointed in this because they are two and zero in Super Bowls when wearing their white and gold combo.
0: I mean, I, I know a lot of fans have always liked like the whole all white combo of jerseys. I I don't mind a little splash of color, you know. I don't I don't really mind. A little difference in color. I don't... I Personally, I don't see how all the all-white jerseys were that visually appealing. But I don't know. That's just me.
1: We don't know. All right. So, 49ers legend Joe Montana, who also happened to play for the Chiefs, sent out this tweet earlier saying, you heard it from me first. I guarantee my team will win the Super Bowl and he has it with the picture of his Chiefs jersey and his 49ers jersey framed
0: on his wall. Okay. Um, Joe Montana, of course, a legendary quarterback. Um, He was actually named to the all-time 100 team. Yep. So, you know, pretty big, pretty big. Um, I do have to say the last time I remember somebody guaranteeing that they were going to win it was in a very code Seahawks game, in which it was Matt Hasselbeck, I believe, who said,
1: "Yeah, we want the ball. We and we're want the ball. We're gonna score." <laughs> that didn't work <laughs> out, but Montana took the safe route this time because since he played for both teams. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see that, and Alex Smith also played for both teams, so it's just fun to see the history between these two teams. How how their quarterbacks have been going back and forth with each other.
0: These teams are definitely kind of connected in a, in a super weird way. What else you got for me?
1: All right, now we're transitioning to more some serious topic news here. Tom Brady says he's open-minded about where he could play in 2020, and he, he reiterates that he will not retire. So, we know Brady's going to play. Where is he going to play?
0: Oh, man. This is... This is a hard one.
1: Keep in mind, it's the first time in his entire career that he's going to be a free agent because his contract voids at the start of the new school... And not school year. New school year. <laughs> Sorry. Um, new uh, New calendar year for... New football calendar
0: year in uh, March. I mean, he's... He's obviously going to go somewhere where he thinks he has a chance at a ring, whether that's staying with the Patriots or moving on to another contender um I don't know if he's gonna try and pull a Peyton Manning in which Manning after he left the coats he went to the Broncos appeared in two Super Bowls with them um I don't know can can you think of a team in which Brady will have that shot at a ring you know where they're just one quarterback away from reaching the big game
1: there are a lot of teams like that out there, but I don't think he's going to leave New England. Okay. They're just going to re-sign him. He's 42 years old. Manning came off of a...
0: A, a very horrible oh, injury.
1: Exactly. He came off a very horrible injury. The Colts were in a great position with to get Andrew Luck.
0: Because they had the number one pick. Exactly.
1: New England is not in that position. They don't need a high draft pick quarterback. If you want one, you can draft one in the second or third round. Keep them, develop them. Just have like they done? They got Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett. All these quarterbacks were drafted later, and they've moved on to other teams. But I think Brady comes back to New England. He signs a two to the year, two, two or three year deal, and he finishes his career where he started. And I just can't imagine seeing him anywhere else. And I don't think Robert Kraft is going to ha- let that happen.
0: And I'm pretty sure as well Patriots fans don't want to see Tom Brady going anywhere, especially not after he's won them so many Super Bowl rings.
1: And you were saying he wants to go to a place where gives them the best chance to win. I don't, I think...
0: That, that place is the Patriots. Exactly. They There's... are they're a team that has a great defense, right? Bill Belichick always coaches a great team. And they literally are the definition of a team that's one quarterback away from a Super Bowl. And that guy is him. It's always like, been him. This
1: past year wasn't a good year for them. I'll give you that. But still made the playoffs. Exactly. And a lot of teams did not make the playoffs this year still. And even though they didn't do so well in the playoffs, they were still there, and they still won their division for like the millionth year in a row. So <laughs> it was like... The millionth
0: year in a row. Yeah. That's
1: I'll take point. Brady. Just with the Patriots.
0: I like that. I like that.
1: All right. Speaking of retirement news, we have... Panthers linebacker Luke Kuechly retired from the NFL. And this happened after our show last week, so we didn't get a chance to discuss this on the air. So what are your thoughts on this?
0: I was really surprised to see it, actually. Um, I've always considered Luke Kuechly to be a really great linebacker. He's great at film study. Uh, He's a very fast guy, right? Playing that middle linebacker spot. He almost reminds me of you know, another Brian Erlacher. Exactly. I was right? about to say that. Brian Erlacher, um, Ray Lewis, those kind of fast, fierce middle linebackers. But wow, Luke Keekley, he's He's, he's still also young. only 28 years yeah, old. He's, he's young. Like 28. And I, I feel like nowadays more footballers or football players are paying more attention to their health, right? They want to get in the game, uh, make some memories do great things, make some money and then, you know, get out where they can live a, a happy, healthy life after football. And I don't blame them for that.
1: I mean he was the ninth overall pick in twenty twelve. He he's a five time pro bowler. Defensive player of the year, twenty thirteen. No, sorry. Five time all pro. Seven time pro bowler. And he has a career of tackles of 1092 he's only 28 years old part of it could be that that he has had seven concussions between 2000 and uh i think, believe it was 15 to 17 that's my bad again i keep messing these up seven games due to concussions not seven concussions that would be horrible uh, but Again, he, it sounds like, though, that he still wants to stay with the organization. He wants to stay in a post-retirement uh, role.
0: He wants to stick around football, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. And now the team has a new leadership with a new head coach. He could possibly come back as a coach, an advisor. I think the ceiling is the limit for him. He can do whatever he wants to do, and he'll be great at it.
0: Do you think that new coaching change and him seeing Brown Revere leave do you think that contributed to his decision to retire? Or do you think it's just purely him feeling like he's not able to give it a, give it his all anymore?
1: You might have part of it, but coaches come and go all the time. And mm-hmm. if a player just decides to leave and re- flat out retire, like he could have found a way to go to another team if he didn't want to stay with Carolina because of that. But no, he wants to stay there based off of what I just said, that he wants a post-retirement role with the organization. So it's not like... I think it's more of a physical, uh, that he can't play the way he wants to. And if you play to that type of level and you've been hurt and you haven't been able to get back to that level, it's going to take a toll on you and you would like
0: to move on. And we definitely saw that toll on Andrew Luck, right? He had all these injuries. yeah and you know he called it quits age 29 in this preseason
1: yeah i remember watching that live on tv just said
0: and that that was shocking cuz you know he he was the 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 image of a franchise quarterback
1: exactly right and now that really affected the cold season after that all right so now we got some really interesting news coming up the nfl is planning to test out two new rules at this week's upcoming Pro Bowl and I'm gonna read it off of how the rule is written in the written and then we can dissect this for what it's worth so the first rule is a in relation to what occurs after a field goal or an or a successful point after or two-point conversion attempt so team a may elect to this is after team a has just scored team a may elect to give team b the opponent the ball at team b's 25 yard line beginning a new series of downs with a first and 10. Second option team a may elect to take the ball at its own 25 yard line for a fourth and 15 play if team a if successful in making a first down on the 4th and 25 play, they will maintain possession and a new series of downs will continue as normal. If Team A is unsuccessful in making a first down on the 4th and 15 play, the result will be a turnover on downs and Team B will take possession at the dead ball spot, which is the opponent's tw- own 25-yard line, setting them up with only a quarter of the field to go to score a touchdown. What are your take on this new rule?
0: Um, <laughs> this is pretty big, I think, because all throughout this past offseason, um, in the preseason, there were owners' meetings about changing the onside kick rule. And, of course, you know, the NFL has always wanted to take away the kickoff and try and make it safer because um, in the past there were always a lot of injuries, a lot of concussions. You know, one team running at the other team it's going to create a lot of collisions,
1: and these people are coming out at full speed too. Right, and right, so right. There's some people whose only job is special teams, so like they're gonna make the most of it. I think it's a very clever thing to do, and at the same time, it makes it'll it could completely change the whole game. If you really want to steal a possession from another team, and you make your fourth and fifteen play, then that could it's a much more Percentages on the onside kick this year were so low that I think a 4th and 50, fourth and 15 has happened many times. Yes. That's so I think the chances of it working will be high. Now, you don't want teams to always go forward, but if they feel strategically, it'll work. But also the flip side is if you don't make it, you are setting your opponent up in perfect field position.
0: And that definitely... That's definitely a, a big risk, but it's also not really a big risk if it's say you know one minute left in the game and you really need to get that one last score, that one last possession. You know, you're not really giving up anything.
1: Yeah, because with the onside kick, what it be is okay. You kick it, it has to cross ten yards. No one can touch it before then. There's so many things that went on here. You were given a chance already to. All you have to do is convert 15 yards, and then you keep the ball. Right. But you have one chance to do it.
0: And this was brought up before, this change in the onside kick rule, in which, again, it was a 4th a and 14 play. I believe it was at a team's own 35-yard line. That's what the Denver Broncos proposed to the rules committee in this past offseason. And that was rejected, right? And that was rejected, yeah. They didn't say exactly how many people or how many votes there were for it versus against it. But uh, what, what can you say? It was rejected. But
1: I still think the Pro Bowl is the best place for to test
0: this out. And if it works,
1: then they're probably going to encourage them the test so to test this rule out,
0: like ask them to do it. Yeah, a few because times. It, I think it's definitely hard to try and ask teams to test it out during a preseason game. Because, like you said, so many players whose only roles are on special teams. By taking out the kickoff, you remove uh, a lot of those players' chances to get game time on film. So I think the Pro Bowl definitely is a pretty solid place. Because the Pro Bowl, they've always been about player safety. And they don't want all these star players to get injured. So, you know, why not try and do this new kickoff role in the Pro Bowl?
1: All right, so let's move on to the recap in this past ge- week. So we just had the AFC and the NFC Championship games. Let's start with the AFC Championship. Chiefs versus Titans. Titans lost to the Chiefs 24-35. to 35. What was your take on the game?
0: Um, I think the Chiefs did pretty well to stop Derrick Henry. You know, at the beginning of the game, I thought maybe, possibly, the Titans had a chance because they got on that. That early scoring run, uh, I believe they were up ten to zero. Two weeks in a row, they were. Chiefs
1: are down. The Chiefs are down, but the Chiefs come back. It's like I heard this great analogy this past week. It's like a boxing match. You it's knock them out in the first round, but then they get right back up to take you out in the next next few rounds. They only they limited Derrick Henry down to only sixty nine yards rushing the entire game. Nineteen After carries. Nineteen carries, one on, touchdown. Yeah. And only three point six average. The past weeks he was average. he was getting over hundred and eighty yards over the past three weeks in a row and then he hits sixty nine yards. They figured him out.
0: They definitely did figure him out. And they made um, Ryan
1: Tannehill have to throw the ball.
0: I like the way that the Titans came out first in the passing game, right? They had Ryan Tannehill throw a a pretty deep pass, I believe, in the first the first drive that the Titans had and that's Sort of what caught the Chiefs off guard because the Chiefs were expecting them to start riding Derrick Henry again. But instead, you know, Tannehill comes out passing. They score real quick. And I really like that. But after that, I didn't see much from Tennessee's offense until the very end. Um, so I think not a, a super terrible day by Tannehill. But it was not enough to win. Though. Not enough to win. That's right. What do you think about that fake punt for the punter? That I mean, you know, you, you gotta have those kind of plays. They right? needed that too. They were really in mm-hmm. a def- desperation mode.
1: Yeah, Mahomes had a really nice run. I think it was about twenty five yards down, tiptoeing down the edge of the sideline, went in. I thought he was just gonna run out of bounds, but then he took off, coming down the side, went up and in.
0: He is yeah. It was. Um, I checked. It was sixty four total yards running, but uh, twenty seven yard touchdown scramble. Exactly. But he traveled 64 yards, so more than half the length of the field. He's just running around to the side. Um, so, um, pretty man, good game by Holmes. A pretty
1: decent day passing. Three touchdowns, 294. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the Super, Super Bowl. Andy Reid has a really high-flying offense. They got speedsters on the outside. They can they can really stretch it really fast. And their drives are really short. Like, yes, they're, they're I'm looking at some possible. of the timelines on their. T- they had a touchdown drive that started at their own 37, and it only took them two minutes and 36 seconds. Another touchdown drive, nine plays, started on their own 14, 86 yards, a minute and 40. Like, they will score fast. And that has to be. They only had one touchdown drive that was over seven minutes long, but the rest of them have been really fast.
0: And that's going to create a very interesting matchup as we turn to the next team that they're going to face in the Super Bowl, and that yeah. is the 49ers who beat the Packers thirty-seven to twenty in the NFC Championship.
1: It's always a good day when the Packers lose. <laughs> always a good day.
0: <laughs> there's, there's Starts your, the week out perfectly. Is your inner Bears fans coming out right there?
1: I mean, the Packers couldn't. The Packers were shut out twenty-seven to zero in the, the first half.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. That was absolutely surprising. You know, that reminded me of a few of the games that the Bears had against them, you know, in which that Bears defense just totally takes away Aaron Rodgers. But then, of course, after halftime, Aaron Rodgers adjusts and starts to come back. But, but it was already too big of a hole for him. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he didn't have a bad day passing. It was 31 out of 39, 326 yards and two touchdowns, but he had two interceptions. And the one at the end when he threw to Richard Sherman, that that sealed the game. That sealed the game, yes. Sherman is never going to let that go. He is, and Sherman's one of the best cornerbacks to ever play the game, so.
0: I mean, a lot of bad things happened to the Packers, right? You mentioned those two interceptions. Rodgers also had the fumbled snap that the (laughs) 49ers came up with. What
1: happened on that one? Like, he looked like he stood up and he just was in a daze. just looked down and was like, wait, what happened? He stood up The ball's on the ground.
0: Yeah. And I
1: feel the like snap
0: was fine too. I don't think it was a problem with the snap. I think he was Rogers. just afraid of the pass rush, because that pass rush, even though they didn't sack him a lot, you know, they're fast. They were and after him. Yeah, he knows that they're gonna be after him. You know, two, three seconds after the snap, I think he was trying to stand up as quick as possible to, to get into a stance to throw, and he just whoop, dropped the ball.
1: That's something Mahomes has to worry about. That's true. Does
0: does Mahomes play primarily out of the shotgun and pistol?
1: It's an Andy Reid style offense, so I'm just going based off of what I right. know from the Bears because they run the same offense. It's a lot of it's passing. a lot of shotgun, mm-hmm. a lot of shotgun, and <laughs> it must have been a good day to have been Jimmy Garoppolo. You go to the cha you win the NFC Championship game, and you
0: only throw eight passes for 77 yards. Garoppolo probably threw more passes warming up than <laughs> than actually in the game. Probably, because that was because their whole game was
1: dependent on Raheem Morse, Mor- Morset. And amazingly, he was cut from six different teams before he, the 49ers picked him up. This is his seventh team, and I can't... Uh,
0: he was a special teamer for exactly. all of his career.
1: I can't imagine what the other teams will be thinking of
0: now. And he's fast, too.
1: Yeah, he had... What do you have? He had 29 carries for 220 yards and four touchdowns. He only... I believe he had less than that... I believe he only had three touchdowns his entire college career. That's crazy. Or somewhere like that. He had less than in that area. Because I may be wrong, but he was in that
0: range. Because he was a undrafted free agent, I believe, as well. I don't remember exactly which team picked him up first, but I know he spent a stint with the Bears, appeared in two games at some point.
1: I believe he was on our practice squad in that time.
0: And uh, on those four touchdown runs nobody touched him no really. no straight he, he open ran, gap yeah either you know around the outside around the tackles or you know straight through the middle and you would think running straight through the middle somebody would touch him 30 yards but nobody t- could touch him
1: packers can stop in the head no answer he set in franchise records for touchdowns for rushing touchdowns and rushing yards in a playoff game which sur- surpassed uh colin kaepernick Wow, Kaepernick had 181 yards and Morstead had 220 yards.
0: He's, it's just incredible game planning, I think, by Kyle Shanahan, because all throughout this this year, it's either been him or Tevin Coleman or Matt Breida. You know, one of those three backs are going to have this incredible game in that rushing scheme of Shanahan's, and that's going to be big to watch in the Super Bowl.
1: The Chiefs' defense is also... uh, They were able to stop Derrick Henry. So I think the Garoppolo's going to have to throw the ball more. Garoppolo, they can't rely on eight passes again. And... That... I I don't know. I mean, just looking at the Chiefs' defense and then looking at the 49ers, it's like... It's like the Titans again, though.
0: It is. That's true. But... I feel like it's a little different now because they have three different running backs. And at any moment, any of those any of those three could have a great game. Although, we will say, Tevin Coleman did dislocate his right shoulder in the game against the Packers. And
1: but he does have two weeks to rest. He has
0: two weeks to rest, right. So hopefully, for the 49ers' sake, they have Tevin Coleman back. He's a great fit for the system. Spent time with Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta. So... If they're missing him, might be a little more difficult.
1: All right, so we're not going to analyze the Super Bowl right now, even though we partly did some of that already, because next week's show will be focused on the Super Bowl. But just a reminder, as a as a reminder, it is Super Bowl Fifty Four, Sunday, February second, twenty twenty, at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida, and the game will be on Fox with the great crew of Joe Buck and Troy
0: Aikman. Pro Bowl. All right. And with our last five minutes, why don't we dedicate that to the most amazing game of the year? The Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. Everybody... Uh, everybody... Will you unquote, be watching? Loves the Pro Bowl. Will you be watching? I I have watched the highlights of it in previous years. I've watched the Pro Skills Challenge portion of it also in previous years so i think i will check it out will you
1: sit down and watch the full game
0: the full game Mm, that's a tough one if i have time what do you
1: want (laughs) to see do you want to see a shootout or do you want to see a low scoring
0: you know i just want to see players having fun (laughs) what a political answer um (laughs) your face of that was just so done so done with me (laughs) How about you? I want to see
1: a shootout. Okay, we have star players, high scoring, high scoring, great quarterbacks, great running the, backs, great wide receivers. Exactly. I mean, it's an all—it's literally the all-star game. It—it it, it is the all-star game. So, let's. Um, why don't you describe what the uh, skills competition is going to look like for this upcoming game?
0: All right. So, skills competition takes place tomorrow, Wednesday, January twenty-second. Um, in previous seasons, it's been things like precision passing, where quarterbacks have to hit targets. Um, dodgeball tournaments, which have always been interesting because these are football players and not dodgeball players. So it
1: was fun seeing uh, quarterback launch the launch the dodgeball at like a 300 pound defensive lineman.
0: And they just look so terrified <laughs> when the dodgeballs hurt them. And it's also
1: fun to see them try out. Jump out of the way as fast as they can.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh, we're going to have a best hands tournament in which wide receivers and quarterback combos will do a timed relay race, race to catch different passes. You know, you got the, the one-handed catches, the sideline catches. So those are always interesting to watch. We have the gridiron gauntlet, which is basically an obstacle course designed for all the players to run through kind of like a tag team relay race. And this year, they have a new event called Thread the Needle in which defensive backs are trying to stop the opposing quarterback from completing passes through targets. So I feel like that's, that's going to be a little bit interesting.
1: I have a feeling these skills competitions are more fun to watch than the actual
0: game. They are because it, you know, they're given an opportunity to showcase their talents and their abilities.
1: But both these things... Involve Booger.
0: Booger <laughs> McFarland. Good old Booger. We get to enjoy his we'll wonderful get to,
1: commentary. to. Can't wait to hear him on the skills competition. All right. He's going to give some very basic analysis.
0: And with these uh, with these last two minutes, why don't you run us through some new additions to the teams.
1: Yeah. So, Kirk Cousins has met the Pro Bowl.
0: Kirk Cousins.
1: Kirk Cousins. Yes. Captain Kirk. Because of the fact that the Chiefs players and the, the 49ers players are will be playing in the Super Bowl. Did you know it used to be that after the Super Bowl used to be held after the Super Bowl? Yes. So that they could play. But now Kirk Cousins will be replacing, most likely, uh, Garoppolo. And uh, linebacker... Uh, tsh- sorry, that I'm reading more players from the Vikings. The Vikings are adding four more people to their squad. Which brings their total up to eight, and then the Eagles are adding Lane Johnson to their squad to their NFC squad in his third consecutive Pro Bowl. The Lions are adding Kenny Galladay. The Bills are adding Andre Roberts, their uh, return specialist, and then Devontae Adams and Zaderi Smith and Kenny Clark are all are all being added to the Packers squad, or from the Packers.
0: I think those are pretty solid additions. All of them are – they've made their names for themselves this season and in previous seasons.
1: All right, so I think that does it for this week. We will be back next week, uh, same time, 10.30 uh, a.m. on Tuesday, and we will be dissecting this Pro Bowl – very thorough analysis. And then we will also be previewing the Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. For uh, Radio DePaul Sports, m- uh, I am Bill Malik with Trenton Cito. Follow us on Twitter at Malik 15 B-I-L-M-A-L-I-K-15, and, tr- and Trenton underscore Cito, and at Radio DePaul Sports with at RDP Sports. Until next time.
0: I'm a champion. Real lash checks mechanism. Ya 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 kill for rad. This is not your normal PSA. Don't be stupid. Don't drink and drive. If you're gonna go out and have a good time, it's fine. But designate a driver to drive home. Let's stop the madness. Don't drink and drive. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council.